Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Behind the Mascara. We're your hosts, Mia Simmons. And Gabby Tumalo. And today, our first episode will be about anxiety. So, um, I know a lot of people in high school, especially teenage girls, have a lot of anxiety due to just, like, social events, um, dealing with all of the amount of schoolwork that they have to go through, and in general, just trying to maintain relationships and all that stuff. So, yeah. um, the different types of anxiety, let's go over that real quick, if... Yeah, okay. So a lot of people think anxiety is the stigmatized thing where you can only just have anxiety, but there is social anxiety, generalized anxiety, and there's also panic disorders, which a lot of people don't really realize unless you have anxiety and you like delve deeper into this. And also depression plays a huge part in anxiety because same thing, it could be that stigmatized, very low thoughts and you're not feeling like yourself almost, but it can also be something where you may not just feel like doing something because you might have anxiety and they might coincide and go hand in hand with each other. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I know a lot of people tend to think that if somebody says they have anxiety, then a lot of people will just assume like, oh, they're just faking it. Like, no, there's definitely different types of it. So Mm -hmm. we should never judge somebody by just when they say that. Exactly. So I would say my first experience with anxiety was definitely probably just coming into high school, entering ninth grade, like the stress both mentally and physically was like overbearing just because the Mm -hmm. transition from middle school to high school, it's a big jump. And I feel like everybody by now has definitely figured that out. Right. Um, The work's harder. um, The tests are harder, just all that stuff. And so maintaining relationships with friends, obviously, because you might not have the same classism. Exactly. And then time management with school and outside activities is also very hard, which Mm -hmm. definitely didn't help, so. Uh, Yeah, I totally feel that. But I think by probably, like, the first time I really thought, wow, I have anxiety was the same thing, coming into ninth grade, especially because I went to Catholic school for the last 10 years of my life, coming into a really big school district, not knowing anybody, trying to play volleyball, having health issues, and just the workload of NA because everyone's so worried about getting the best grades and having the best scores and being the best. The workload that the teachers put on us is a lot. And especially with like the minimal sleep schedules that we have because the light bell rings at 725. So it's very hard to, as Mia said, like balance everything. And I think that's the first time I really thought, wow, I have anxiety. I think that's actually a really good point that I didn't even think of. So we both, both of us came from a public, private like either catholic or christian school and i know mine was very very small i would say it was probably the size of like both of the gyms combined here at nai yeah me too but um what she said um transitioning from a really tiny school where everybody knows everybody you know all the teachers you know all like everybody um coming into a big school where you know about five people it's it's a very hard jump to make right completely so how to deal with it and what we do to deal with it. One mm-hmm. thing that is very important is to get help early or try and cope with it right. easily if you have anxiety or if you have any symptoms with it. Right, yeah. You don't want to feel like, oh, anxiety is something that I don't have because you think of like the stigmatized version of what it is. You want to think, well, anxiety could be a multitude of things, but especially I know for me – I don't really have social anxiety, but it's more of the feeling underwater, under pressure that kind of goes with depression almost. It's kind of an interweaved thing for me. And it's mostly, it's like, it's from social situations, but I don't get anxious in the situation. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that I've noticed, especially from going into ninth grade with a bunch of other people. And especially into this year, like you learn how to cope with it better, but I don't think 
you fully understand it until you make sure that you know, okay, I have anxiety. I'm not in denial anymore. I know I need to get help or try to figure out ways to relax myself. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. So the next one we have is staying active and doing things that you enjoy. I know that this is this has definitely helped me throughout the process of coping with I, just all the workload. So outside of school, I do marching band, a bunch of percussion things, and soccer. So I know doing those things and not thinking about the things that stress me out is a huge helper because, one, I have to think about something else that's more important at the time. Mm-hmm. Two, it's something that I actually enjoy doing. And three, it just, like, helps get your mind off of it. Right. And one thing that I think most people don't really think of is the word mindfulness or meditation. Because I know that when you think of meditation, you usually think of Buddhism and, like, the whole religion and everything. But it doesn't have to be that. Neither does mindfulness. Sometimes meditating is just sitting alone with your thoughts, listening to relaxing music, just trying to keep yourself in tune with what's happening in the moment, just to kind of relieve yourself and calm yourself down. And even... I have a therapist and she says that there's this thing called progressive muscle relaxation. And what you do is you tense up everywhere from your eyes to your toes and you relax them after 10 seconds. And it's just supposed to calm you down and bring you back into that immediate time of your body and what you're doing and not thinking about anything else that could potentially put you down that rabbit hole of anxiety, depression, otherwise. That's actually um, a good tie in with the next suggestion that we have is listening to music. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people that do this, you know, just go home after a really long day, just listen to some music, you know, like it calms your nerves, as Gabby said, and it's honestly just a fun time. (laughs) It's super relaxing. Even if it's like running on a treadmill while listening or even just laying down and listening to music, keeping your mind on the lyrics and what the lyrics could mean, and like it's leading you down a different trail of thinking about something other than being anxious, stressed out underwater. Mm Mm-hmm. So the, so the next one that we have is being there for your friends, but do not take in their stress. I know mm-hmm. this was a big one, especially for me last year. Yeah. Um, I had this, like, what, for one particular friend group, and, um, you know, there would always be some type of drama within our friend group, and that's never good for anyone. Right. But I know at me as a person, I was trying to take on everybody else's problems mm-hmm. and then trying to fix them and not thinking about myself. And you... Never want to do that because emotionally it affected me. I had to get a therapist for that. Right. And, like, physically, I just, like, wouldn't get up and do anything because I was so focused on trying to make other feel better, which caused me to get, like, really depressed and stuff like that. So you never want to do that. Yeah, and I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people struggle with, especially if you have a personality and come from a household where everyone is really caring and empathetic. It's difficult to feel like you need to be there for your friends, but... You do to a certain extent. When it starts to cause you symptoms and physical ailments or mentally not good for you, that's when you kind of need to take a step back and say, okay, I need to calm down. That is their issue and not mine. My mom has said since I've been little, Gabby needs to worry about Gabby. And I just kind of need to let everyone else's stress go, help them, and move on from that. Exactly. Okay. The next one we have is getting a lot of sleep. And I know this is something that especially going to N.A., um, you know, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Getting a lot of sleep and going to NA, it's really difficult, especially if you have extracurriculars because NA takes sports and academics extremely seriously. So that's one of the things that everyone struggles with, whether you do marching band, soccer, track, basketball, volleyball, any sport or extracurricular, like even debate, anything that requires you to stay after school for a long period of time, you get home around 4.30 or 5.00. 
by the time you actually feel relaxed and you're starting to do your homework, and everyone knows you're going to procrastinate a little bit. That's just how you work. But by the time you finish, it might be 11 or 12 at night, or you might just not get any sleep. And coming to school is an insane struggle in the morning, at least for me, just because, first of all, I'm not a morning person. And second of all, it's just, it's so hard to get up when it's dark out and it's depressive and it's tired. And especially now, since it's cold, it is awful. That's very true. I know, um, I'm going to be completely honest. I still struggle with dealing, like just the time management between school Mm -hmm. and other stuff. But the only advice that I could really give on that is just as many breaks as you have, try and get as much stuff as you can done. Yes, it will probably be a little bit of an overworkload, but right. then having gotten that out of the way, when you get home, you have time to like calm down, mm-hmm. relieve your mind, and finally get like a good night's sleep because that's very important. So Yeah, I think probably the like, two last things we have are limiting time on social media and then not necessarily dieting, but just not binge eating. Because I know whenever, like, especially when I get stressed out or anxious, you're sitting there trying to get all your work done, trying to focus, and you don't have time to literally take a break. You're, like, in the zone. So you don't take a break and you just grab a bunch of snacks. And by the time dinner time rolls around, whether that's six, seven, eight, or nine, you're not hungry for dinner just because you've been binge eating a bunch of snacks. Maybe that's just a me thing, but I know that some other people have dealt with it before. And then, Mia, go ahead on the social media thing. So, um, I know my parents especially talk to me about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I spend countless hours on social media, which I do know is a problem. Me too. But um, one thing that we need to learn is that on social media, people only post things that they want you to see. Exactly. So, we never see the background story of anybody. And, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. I agree. But we never truly see the background story of everybody else's lives. All they all we see is like this really nice picture of somebody, and mm-hmm. like yeah, we compare our lives to that. I don't really know why. I think it's just human nature, especially as girls. Right. We look at somebody and we're like, oh hey, we want that body, or we want what like those clothes, and right, exactly. that's really just not the mindset we should have in this generation. So, yeah, and that causes a lot of stress and a lot of angst because. I know it doesn't matter what you look like or what you feel like. Everyone's going to feel jealous. Everyone's going to get anxious. Like, it's just how it happens. Thank you. So um, the last thing we kind of just want to cover is, like, don't be in denial if you have it. Like, everybody has a problem, whether that be, like, um, stress eating, anxiety, depression, all of those kinds of things. So, like, nobody's ever perfect, and so denying those things that you might have a problem with is not the ultimate that's not the ultimate goal we want to have like we want everybody to be able to um say what is like what the problem is and they should be able to be accepted about that so right because I know especially like there are a lot of physical symptoms that can come from anxiety and that's something that a lot of people don't think of because and especially mentally, it's a huge mental impact, but also physically you're going to feel more run down, more tired, and it's just going to drag your whole personality, mood, and everything down. And honestly, everything comes from anxiety, really, if you think about it, because it's, it's such a specific thing, but such a broad topic. And I know that it affects you physically, emotionally, and it can ruin your friendships, make you sick, increase depression, and especially one thing that I actually experienced for the first time was a panic attack, and it was 
extremely scary and odd knowing that you can just get in such a state of anxiety and depression or whatever the situation you're in and you just your body freezes on you and it's something that you really won't understand the concept of until it happens to you but I feel like that's one of the things that if you're in denial and you say oh I don't have anxiety whatever else the deeper you push it down the worse it's gonna get yeah I 100% agree with that so in conclusion of this episode all in all we just think that it's better to treat anxiety earlier or just mentally be prepared for it because it everybody has anxiety at least once in right. their life and it's not something you can really avoid you can try and prevent it or like try and subdue it mm-hmm. but ultimately it's gonna happen at some point whether you're in elementary school middle school high school college college is probably the big one high yeah. school and college but um and never like never take it to the extent where you're using it as an excuse for things Mm -hmm. yes it's a problem but it shouldn't be affecting things that really it doesn't need to affect if that makes sense but um yeah completely all right so thank you guys for listening to our first episode of behind the mascara we're your hosts gabby tumalo and mia simmons we'll catch you next time